What's good, what's good? It's your boy Willie Chill, and it's the Man the Mike podcast special live after the draft. Special that we have going on. Um, just kind of just going over everything that has transpired. Um, it was an amazing, amazing pre uh, show um, in Cleveland. Um, I love, first off, I want to give it to the NFL for how they set everything up. For um, our young draftees, just how they made those booths and how they set up things in an outdoor setting, that that was key to me. I, that was one question that I did have about you know going into today, what um, would be the protocol and what would kind of be the the focus for you know with COVID, what are the precautions, and I commend how they had the booths for the families. And for the uh, prospective young men, um, really, really made my heart good to kind of start it off. And then uh, to be able to see, you know, the first round um, start off with a bang, you know, and just really, 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 really show um, great talent. I, I think that needs to be talked about before we kind of get into all the different um, picks for round one. Um, a lot of these players have gone through um, a mixture of junior colleges, um, have gone through a mixture of uh, challenges and pitfalls through their uh, academic as well as their um, uh, athletic uh, life. And so I commend them for all their heart, their passion to keep it going. And um, hey, when we get back, we're going to go over all the picks. We have some great things to even show just on some players uh, that actually are going to now be teamed up who are once college, um, college either a mixture of teammates or as well as um, good friends. And we're going to kind of go over that too. special for the NFL Draft 2021. Oh, shucks. Is that a draft in? Yes, it is. Let's go to it. And for the first pick overall by the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars was uh, Trevor Lawrence, um, quarterback from Clemson. And everybody kind of knew that was expected. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to what Jacksonville is really going to do this year. Um, they've had some abysmal last couple of years. I think they had a quarterback named Munchen, um, as well as Bortles from a while ago. Um, they haven't really had really good production, but I'm hopeful that along with uh, Trevor Lawrence and a couple of the pieces they may get in free agency, and there may be some undrafted guys or maybe some uh, real diamonds in the rough um, in the second, third, fourth, and I believe fifth round. I may be able to find some good talent. Hey, remember, Tom Brady was 199, and so there is talent everywhere, you know, no matter where you lie. And so, you know, with the uh, number two pick, um, the Jets picked uh, Zach uh, Wilson um, out of BYU. 
Um, he's he played very well this year, and it'd be a good pick for them. Kind of a solid pick, you know, someone that just uh, I wouldn't say manages the game, but kind of he's works better with a system. And I'm hopeful. I thought uh, Sam Donald uh, would have been okay um, for them for this year. Um, I think it's more of the system that they're in. Um, and I think people always say, well, you know, well, Tom Brady moved from New England to the Buccaneers. But, yeah, Tom Brady got like almost, what, 10, 12 years experience or more. And then he also knows what works best for him at this point. And he also knows when he goes somewhere else that he can demand that certain way because he is a proven winner. And so, you know, um, just kind of going through um, for the third pick was for San Fran. They had um, Trey Lance, quarterback out of North Dakota State. Uh, I think it was kind of talked about that they were leaning toward, um, leaning toward um, Trey Lance um, anyway. And so, um, I know Jimmy Garoppolo had had some, a lot of injuries last year. And just really wasn't consistent as they would have hoped for. Um, and I think this is that make or break year for the whole team. Um, Kyle Shanahan and the whole group. It, it, it It's their uh, make or break season for me. Um, for the 49ers. And, you know, for me, it's like, you know, they've had some pretty good talent. And um, they've done some really good things. But, hey, it's time to really get in. You know, and with number fourth pick um, for the Atlanta Falcons, we have uh, Kyle Pitts, tight end, um, out of out of Florida. And um, I guarantee you um, he's really going to be able to put in some, uh, some good work. Um, there have been a lot of things that transpired when it comes to quality play um, at those areas. And I'm very hopeful for that. Very hopeful for that. And that, um, you know, everything goes the way it's supposed to when it comes to dynamic play. And, um, you know, more than anything, because the Atlanta Falcons need a good year. Um, Everybody had great expectations for them last year. And it was like, man, watching paint dry watching their play and it, it were up some games they were doing well some games then they were like teetering off and it was like i ain't coming to play today or my heart's not in today and you can't have that mindset and so you know um hopefully they'll be able to get it together figure some things out and do a real good blend when it comes to the offense to make it better and um with the number five pick the Cincinnati Bengals uh, picked uh, Jamar Chase, um, wide receiver from LSU, which was kind of talked about the last week. I think maybe Mel Kuyper had talked about it as well. And um, I think it was also kind of relayed um, with um, Desmond Howard. I mentioned it kind of a little bit too because um, – Joe Barrow is already there from the year previous, um, being drafted um, by the Bengals, and uh, I know he had the the injury near the close near close to the end of the season, and so he's recovered. And so, you know, hopefully, 
those two were a major big tandem for LSU um, a couple years ago. And so I'm hopeful that that can be a resurgence. And that's probably what the Bengals are thinking about as well, that we need um, we need A.J. Green. We need another A.J. Green, you know. And so uh, with that, you know, um, another big deal was number six uh, for Miami. Um, the Dolphins picked uh, Jalen Waddle, wide receiver from Alabama, which ended up being a crazy moment because Tua Tavaloa is already there um, from Alabama. And so they have a connection. And so I'm looking forward to that connection. I'm looking forward to his next season. Um, they they kind of benched Fitzpatrick, uh, which I thought did a phenomenal job last year um, at the beginning of the season. But they, they, they switched him into a. And um, I'm very hopeful that um, that transpires into some good stuff this year with Tua and now um, a wide receiver that he's very well um, very well known uh, with him um, and um, Jalen Waddle and a couple other pieces. I mean, they they were they were on the brink of getting themselves to a good place. So, you know, I'm hopeful that um, this will be the beginning of a new tide, new opportunity for them to really get back to a good place. And um, and then number seven, um, well talked about. Um, with his um, with his um, roots, um, Hawaiian roots as well as Samoan roots, um, with the Detroit Lions at number seven, um, I think his name is Peniel Sewell, Sewell, um, which is the offensive tackle for Oregon. He was very dominant, and uh, from some of the bowl games that we saw um, right after the new year for twenty. Uh, 2020 season going into 2021, I mean he was dominating, and he was worth every worth every 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 dominating play, and so I think it's a good move by Detroit. Detroit needs to be able to hold their quarterback up. I feel like Stafford has not done well, uh, and other quarterbacks have not done well because they stay on the ground. They don't have quality play. From the offensive line. And you need a good offensive line. When you're trying to get good receivers open. You're trying to get down the field. I feel like there were so many things Detroit could have done. But because they didn't get down the field. It just, just didn't happen. And then. Um, number 8. The Carolina Panthers. Select um, J.C. Horn. Um, cornerback from uh, South Carolina. Um, and. I feel like. This is exciting for him because, you know, he's going back to where he probably has already called home, you know, for himself uh, for a certain extent. And, um, and and so I'm hopeful that he'll do well um, and really compete for the starting job. He may be on maybe learning and figuring things out, but I'm hopeful that if it's not this year, next year at some point, they're able to get in and be a factor. I know for... Um, uh, for Denver, um, they need some strong, strong play on both sides of the ball. And for number nine pick uh, for uh, for a cornerback, um, they selected Patrick Certain, 
Patrick um, Certain the second from Alabama, and he's been a dominating force. Just just attacking the ball, being able to play up on man, and then being able to press coverage, and then be able to uh, play different um, schemes. I mean, this that that's that's what you want. That's what you want. You want someone that's going to be able to not say be a Dion, but someone that could shut down an opponent's best player, even if it's the timing, throwing the timing off um, of the routes for the receivers. That's big because then that means that the quarterback will have to hold the ball possibly for an extra second or an extra second beyond the time in his clock and the clock in his head. And so what happens? The quarterback panics and it could cause a fumble, it cause a sack, it can cause also um some really good good defensive plays. So I mean that that's something to look forward to. Something to really look forward to. And so I'm um, looking forward to that. And then during the draft, they kind of talked with his dad and how proud he was um, that um, things were a little different when he got drafted. But he was so happy that he was able to follow in his footsteps and do great things, which is, I don't think any, I think that's any father's desire, that um, they never force something on their child. But if their child takes a, a, a real, real enthusiasm for it, you, you hope that they do well in it. And that's all you can ask for. And then with the number 10 pick, um, wow is all you can say. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles uh, picked Devontae Smith, uh, wide receiver from Alabama. First off, I don't think anyone knew that he would be down at the number 10 spot. Um, I think it was kind of talked about that he would be probably the top five um, off the board. But the fact that he's not going to be joining a former friend and um, as well as um, player that he played with, um, Jalen Hurts. And so that's going to be a connection right there where Jalen Hurts is the starting guy and the guy to really, you know, have the job there in Philly. And I think, you know, you add a couple more pieces, I think they're in a good place. They're in a really good place. And so, you know, just being able to look at that and then – the guy high on uh, a lot of people's boards for quarterback was Justin Fields. He went to Chicago at 11. And so, you know, we're hopeful for that, that that continues to to grow and do well. And, and you know, we've had a lot of quarterbacks come out of Ohio State. And all I hope for is that he stays consistent, he stays focused, he stays humble, and he works his butt off. You know, we, we've seen a lot of guys – come out of Ohio State um, that have been quarterbacks and that have been on the offensive side of the ball and have not really done as well as you would have liked them to because they've gotten into, you know, the NFL and and, and it was not what they panned it out to be. It's hard work. You have to win. Not just It's not just getting to the, to the game or getting to the big leagues. It's about doing well in it and competing and knowing that you're not entitled to anything, but you have to fight for it. And so, I mean, and, and, and you know, I'm kind of biased about this. If number 12 pick was the Dallas Cowboys, they picked Micah Parsons, the linebacker for Penn State. Um, I think that's a good pick for them um, since uh, Sean Lee. He's announced he's retired. And uh, we want to lift up as Man to Mike podcast, um, you know, lift, lift him up. That, you know, he's had a lot of injuries, a lot of challenges over the years. 
and we'll just hope for that the next phase um, of his career is amazing, and he's done a great heck of a lot for the Dallas Cowboys, and I commend him for all his passion, his heart, playing hurt, playing maybe not 100% at times, and it's, it, it, you know what, if it's not said, brother, well-deserved. And so I like being able to bring in Micah Parsons. I'm not sure if he'll be a starter, but at least get him in the rotation, get him in the field, get him in the focus, and, and see where he gets to. I think I think I think the first thing if you hire and you get guys in here in the first round, they should be ready. They should be ready. And and so, you know, um and then number thirteen pick, the Los Angeles Chargers picked uh Rashawn Slater Jr. Um, offensive tackle from Northwestern, um, big boy. I mean, just big guy, just really stout. Um, reminds you of just, I don't know, like a, a Tyron Smith almost. Just really being able to hold the line really good. And that's all you can ask for with your offensive lineman. Hold the line, keep the quarterback up, and and, and do what you can to never let um, your opponent get past you. And so, you know, and I think he may have been like somewhere around like 6'5". I think his father's a former NBA player for the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. And he was uh, very tall and and a big guy, stocky guy as well. So, you know, I hope that, you know, he fills up, fills in really good in the position, you know, and really does well. And then he gets himself into the starting lineup and does well. That's all we can ask for these guys. So we can ask the first rounders. No one's going to know everything. I mean, you got to understand, he's a, he's a still young talent. And so, you know, we're excited for all that they're going to bring to the table. And so from that, you know, we're going to uh, be excited about that. And um, as well as for, you know, just the number 14 picked the New York Jets. Picked, um, you know, Aisha uh, Vera Tucker. Um, which is always a lineman uh, for the um, um, USC. And, um, you know, you couldn't have asked for a better, better player to really uh, solidify um, with the Jets. Keeping up, keep keeping a quarterback. That's the mantra right now. Keep the quarterback upright. That's everything. And if you can't do that, then you got to really, really put in, put in the work um, to do what needs to be done. And uh, more importantly, um, being able to, you know, help the quarterback get the ball down the field. That was a just issue. Not getting down the field. Not getting quality play. Those little dinking and dunking passes, they don't get you nowhere. And it's too predictable. You know, you need some stuff that's going to, like, oh, that threaten defenses. That we don't want to get them a long ball, but, oh, sucked and did it again. You know, and so, but the number 15 picked the New England Patriots selected Mac Jones. I think no one, no one in their, in their ever-loving mind thought that that pick would be there. Except the Patriots. And it was a good pick because they only gave Cam Newton a one-year deal um, because there's really no other quarterback out there that was for them that would probably give them the caliber of play that Cam Newton could give, even at the health level he may be at. And so with that, 
Uh, I'm hopeful that Mac Jones will learn everything he needs to learn, master the system, be great at what he does, and do what needs to be done, and go from there. And, um, hey, it's your boy Willie Chill, and this is part one of the uh, NFL Draft 2021 for the round one. Uh, We still have a little bit more to go over for some of the players. Um, But so far, we've gone over the first 15. Um, So for the next episode, we're going to kind of get into a mixture of the rest of the first rounders and then kind of go into the second round and then maybe get into a little bit of the third round. Um, But I assure you, it doesn't matter what round you're in. As long as you bring the you bring the passion, you bring the heart, you will always succeed. You will always be seen and not heard. That's the that's the pudding. That's that's the pudding inside of the batter. Is that when you become that dominant force, not because you're saying it, but because they see it in your play. That's what matters. And as Tom Brady said, I was one ninety nine. I ain't have a chance, but when a chance comes, opportunity comes knocking, be ready. It's your boy, Willie Chill, and guess what? I'm out. Hey, I want to also take into account all these young men that have put in the work to uh, be at this level in whatever capacity that is, whether you go first round, second round, third round, fourth round, or fifth round. And or go undrafted. Guess what? Your boy Will loves you. He loves your passion. He loves your heart. And don't ever give up on your dreams. Don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. That's something you want to do. And, and, and you may not be drafted. Or you may be sitting in that little room for a while. Don't lose hope. Your play will speak for itself. Yo, what's the Man the Mike podcast? And you're <laughs>